happened? Hey! Welcome to another episode of our podcast, Useful Chaos, the podcast. Because we're clever. Yes. Today, we are going to talk about how we became Useful Chaos. Us. Our story. Yeah. It's a long story. It's It's getting longer, isn't it? Yeah, it's so sweet. (laughs) Unbelievably sweet. So... We met 10 years ago. 10 Over 10 years, years ago. We were going to school, college, nursing school. Well, beginning, beginning nursing school. Yeah, we're, what, second year? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. Anatomy and physiology class. Oh, I had no idea who you were. But Did I, I sat next to you. I sat next to her. And she didn't know I existed for three whole months. Three whole months. I wasn't really paying attention. I mean, I didn't think I was going to meet anybody in class. <laughs> I didn't. I just I, was... Well, I know. I was there to learn. Oh, <laughs> I really was. You gave off such an educational spirit. <laughs> Why? Why did I not? <laughs> Why would I not give off an educational spirit? You just didn't seem okay. committed. <laughs> yeah, okay. So she walks in. Do you want to tell this story? No, this go part for of the story? No, I'm, I'm excited. Well, Let's no, hear. you can tell it way Could better I than I am. I can. So okay. you say the story. Okay. What happened? So I got into the class the night before it started. It was full, and so I had continued to check, um, kind of putting in the number for the class again to see if any spots had opened, because every once in a while, last minute, somebody will drop the class. So I got in the night before the class started, 11.45 p.m. or some crazy thing. So the next day I go to class, and I get to the opening in the door. There she is, sitting third row up, I believe, about four chairs in. And the room's packed, and only the spot next to you is open. I guess Literally that'll like a movie. <laughs> I guess that'll be my spot. <laughs> um, so I take the seat. I don't even know how many days it took me to even figure out your name. We met what twice a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I'm all excited because she's very beautiful, and. I do recall you spinning your pen. You could do some fancy trick with your pen. I can do a fancy trick. Well, I, I know that you trick. still can do it, I'm yeah. just saying, in that moment. Right. Okay. And I remember I was paying such close attention that I thought, well, I can do that. <laughs> and instead shot my pen across the room, which was not embarrassing at all in front of the entire class to have to get I up and go get your pen. For that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I do not remember that. Very good. Um first class was pretty uneventful. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were all nervous and paying attention. Mm-hmm. Second class comes around. I'm present. You decided she didn't She didn't need to bother herself with that class. So you weren't there. I thought that once a week was <laughs> sufficient. <laughs> I just remember showing up and being like, oh, well, this is not going to be nearly For as exciting. For the record, I think I took that class twice. This was my first time. My first time. I'm, I'm just saying, you know. I oh, so you already had the whole... I, no, I'm telling you that 
I only went to class once a week and just for all the people that are about to go to college, maybe that are listening to this, I are you gonna encu- Oh, I was like, class. are you gonna encourage? So, no, I'm not encouraging I thought it. you were going to. Of course not, our children are gonna listen to this. That's true, and I go to college, go to class. I flunked that class, but I took it over again and I passed, so we're fine. Okay, so however many classes it takes for me to understand her name, I decide that I'm gonna figure out what her name is because I need to somehow get in touch with her because talking to her in front of an entire lecture hall of other strangers wasn't an option. Um, So our teacher obviously took attendance, so I paid attention and cheated and figured out what your name was. And then that day I logged into our school platform and went to that class and went to that roster and found your name and then your school email address and emailed you waited two days heard nothing went to the next class again she was absent so then i went to facebook oh my god i sound like a stalker i was i was a stalker you were a sweet stalker though well it turns out that way it could have turned out that i was a creepy stalker Right. If it didn't, if it wasn't reciprocated. Right. But all, it worked out. Um, oh, oh my God. That was, that was a bit of a like, what should I have announced? Like, um, spoiler alert. It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here we are making so a any- podcast. <laughs> so anyway, um, send her a Facebook message and I, I waited a little bit. I don't know how long. Yeah, I get the Facebook message or the email or something like this. Well, you deleted your Facebook first, so it really alarmed me. Because I thought you were your sister. I went to hair school with her sister, which is very strange. It is very strange. There was a lot of degrees of separation before we met. I think God was finally like, dude, if I set you two next to each other, can you finally make this work? Yeah. Because we also went to the same college first, not this college. Right after high school, college. Yep. In the same program, in the same orientation, same year, and never met. Okay, yeah. fast forward. We'll fast forward. So she responds to my email, and we decide to meet for coffee. Yep. A little flirting via text happens. Yep. We meet for coffee and never leave each other's sides again. Yep. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes, the rest is history. Literally. Yep. So she proposed to me nine days later mm-hmm. with a yep. tattoo. Mm-hmm. In which case, I asked you what you'd do if I had said no, and you said I might just use, use it, it on another, another girl. Girl. <laughs> I, I definitely have made better choices in my life. Yeah, that like, wording wasn't the most romantic, but I definitely, I still said yeah. yes. I was a wild child when we first met. You though. definitely were. So I she just needed to be tamed. I needed to settle down. And that took me a while. But we both came into the relationship with a child. Mm-hmm. I had a three-year-old son. And I had a two-year-old son. And they were born a, a year, year and two days, two days apart. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of awesome, too. Yeah. I just remember taking them around when we first met, and people would think they were twins yep. all the time. They still they do think look, that. And they do look alike. I mean, yep. enough alike. Yeah. That's funny. They instantly bonded. Well, they didn't really have a choice. No, but we, I like, think they instantly they were like, cool, playmate. We were literally instantly moving in as most lesbian Right, couples. we bought the U-Haul. <laughs> Dude, which is such a stereotype, but <laughs> worked out. we are still here 10 years later. I so. believe your mother called me the rebound. 
Yeah. Yeah, we were uh, both in a relationship. Mine was not so good. Lo siento. And, um, to those. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just met and we couldn't help that we met. Mm-hmm. So it just, we did it not works. mean to hurt anybody in the process. Um, I'm not worried about my side, but um, your side, you had a nice relationship. So. Right, and it worked out. Yes. Worked so, out. So we were together for about a year, a little, no, yeah, about yep. a year before mm-hmm. we decided that we wanted to start our own family. Mm-hmm. We already had um, two kids that we just stated before, and we just wanted to grow on that yep. and have a baby together. So we were just um, hanging out one day, and we happened to meet somebody mm-hmm. that happened to be one of our best friends in the entire world, and still is, obviously, and... Um, he just ended up being our seed guy. Yep. So it was a real question. My gosh, question. I remember asking that day. I think we asked via text. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a very random question. And please, it was like all these preludes. Like, feel free to say no. Right. If this is super crazy, just call us crazy kind of thing. And we just outed it. Like, we're thinking about having a baby. Obviously, being two women, we need some extra components that you just happen to have. Would you be willing to donate? And he responded really wonderfully. I think beautifully. I don't have the exact wording, but I know that he responded wonderfully for us and obviously basically kind of said, what's mine is yours. That's yes. So, so we tried, um, for our, our first time we randomly picked up an ovulation test and it gave a big smiley smiley face face. (laughs) and we got a donation that same day we were able to artificially inseminate inside our home home Mm -hmm. without a doctor's office and it we did it one time and it worked yes so miracle baby yes then we were pregnant with grayson our first little baby together Yes, so that was an amazing pregnancy, being pregnant was Yes, and his birth was the only uneventful, beautiful, calm one we had. (laughs) Yes, yeah, his birth was beautiful. We had this playlist on the CD that we got at Starbucks or something. Yeah, I think so. It was such, he was born into such a calm, beautiful environment. Mm -hmm. And from that point on, we were addicted to having kids. We were like, yep, there will be more. It was beautiful. <laughs> Having a baby with somebody you, that you absolutely love, love yeah. is something that I can only wish everybody will experience. I did this thing where I'm like, oh, so our parents were right. <laughs> you know, like how you grow up being told, like, wait for marriage, wait for love. And you're just kind of like, well, so I got pregnant without those things. It's fine. I love my child. And then you do the child that way and you're like oh yes oh okay (laughs) so raising a baby together was beautiful beautiful we mothered a child together so seamlessly it was great I just I mean you don't know how you're going to parent a kid together we knew we were both mothers um but yeah because parenting when you are parenting a child that you already had kind of coming in and like a relationship was already established, a routine was already established. There was some like gray areas and we like had right. to really learn that co-parenting of a child that wasn't biologically 
or you know raised by the both of us from the get-go so I think that that was like we had that platform but it wasn't the same as going into our own yes together and have and just watching how beautiful it was to watch our love flow through this other human mm -hmm. and back out to us in this yes it was the most gorgeous beginning to our family I could have ever hoped for so um, shortly after that yeah, a he year, was what one maybe yeah yep. a year later I decide well I, I probably decided first yeah you definitely did okay yep that I would like to get pregnant again and so you were like okay yeah mm -hmm. sure let's do it so that time we I think it we tried two, two or three times mm -hmm. um, and then finally it worked yep. and the pregnancy was amazing again. Um, I actually have really horrible pregnancies I was say, in the beginning. Really sick. Yeah. I am horribly sick. Horribly sick, where you don't understand why you would ever do it again. Terrible but, nausea. Sometimes fluids from the hospital. Nothing works. Sick on the couch yes. for like weeks. And, weeks. And our second pregnancy was a girl, and so I would say she was a little worse. worse. Yeah. Definitely more sick with her. Gosh, I'm cold. I'm okay. Um, right, yeah, I'll take it a little bit. Okay, so she, well, I mean, we find out she's a girl. We Which go we did to, not believe. Yeah, we have a big little gender, well, a big little. It was a little. It was like gender reveal. You and your sister. Opening up a box of balloons <laughs> that were pink, and we were oh, unbelievably yeah. thrilled. Because we had three boys. Yep. So three pregnancies we'd seen boy. And for us it was beautiful because we had one boy together yep. and then we had one girl. girl. And that's like that perfect story that you hear between oh, couples we when we they have done. one boy, one girl. <laughs> it's like, you're set. You're perfect. Right? Not yes. <laughs> so, So that's, I don't know, it's like something triggers in my body after a year that I'm like, you need to be it's pregnant It's clockwork. Again. It's literally like 10 to 11 months as soon as they're... It's not even that they're out of a baby stage yet, because they're not even usually walking. It's just like you get to this point, and you're like, my uterus is ready. I'll take another, please. I know. Like I it's ordering coffee. But yeah. <laughs> my cup's almost empty. Could you refill, please? Yes. So here we go again, another year, and I ask. Well, I don't really ask even. I'm really sorry. I'm just like, no, she's always We're way have more baby. ahead of schedule than I am. My schedule's a little bit different than yours. I'm usually like, oh, let's wait. And somehow, Two months, a month later, she's pregnant. We're like, yeah, because I ask really nicely. You do, and I'm terrible at telling her no. Terrible. Yeah. So here we are again, and we get pregnant with Mavin, and he, I think um, it t took us maybe one time yeah, that think, time, too. I think he was only one time. I don't remember. Yeah, I believe he was a one stop shop as well. So get pregnant with him. His pregnancy he was, was sick again. Very, very sick very again, sick. but otherwise pretty uneventful. Yeah. Um, also, at, our daughter was born at 33 and a half weeks, so yeah. she was definitely early, but she only spent six days in the NICU because she's very sassy. And when you get to know her, you will understand. Yeah, we yeah. will definitely have we'll touch on her later. some family videos, <laughs> so you will be able to see how crazy Buckle she is. Buckle up for her. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Fast forward now back to... Mavin. So he was born at 30, 30 almost full term. Yeah. 
he had to go to the NICU for like normalities think, or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, I think you call it was it. like because he was before 37, even though it was like a day right. or something. So then like we, they made we fought the nurses to get him back with us and yeah. he was with us. Yeah. And he beautiful. was beautiful. Unbelievably beautiful. Now this is where the story turns a, a, grim. a tad bit sad. Warning for any moms of child loss out there, what we're about to touch on might be a trigger. So you can just not listen to this small little portion, should it be a trigger for you. We had Mavin in our arms for 23 days, 23 very beautiful days. We had professional pictures done with him and we both got to stay home. And you, those you get to be on maternity years. leave yeah. Um, yeah. with me, with him, for those 23 days. Can I interject? He was also the first birth certificate I was able to sign at the hospital. It was so. a very big, yeah. big step in the right direction for gay rights. <laughs> so we go home to my parents' house for a family reunion and we bring Mavin with us as well as all of our other children at that time. And Ashley and I decide to go out for her My birthday. Birthday. Yeah. Yep. My birthday was only four days for anything. Prior to this. We never have a date. No. Any of those things. So this was very rare for us. Maybe to have like a birthday dinner was pretty normal. So a once a year kind of date. So this was huge for us, so we absolutely took the opportunity to do, to do this, and my mom and sister watched um, the kids. So we came home and went to bed like normal. I am very used to sleeping with um, the kid, the baby, yep. when they come home mm -hmm. by myself, because I'm off breastfeeding them throughout the night. And I took Ever and Gray in your old bedroom. That's where I slept with them that night. So we went to bed perfectly. He was perfectly normal and perfectly happy and healthy. And we woke up at I 20 a.m. Yeah, we woke up really early in the morning and Mavin was not okay. So he was, he, he wasn't okay. Um, so I screamed and yelled to you and he had passed away in his sleep. So that was a huge, monumental, horrible time in our life. And we tried to get him back. Our children watched as we tried to get him back. Jackson and Tanner, I guess, were at their father's house, so yeah. they weren't around, yeah, they weren't there thankfully. But the younger Grayson and Middles. Ever Middles. at a point were standing there holding hands, watching us try to revive him. That whole morning is a big blur and tiny things flood back into my mind throughout the years, but a lot of it is a blur. So we called 911 immediately and they took him and we followed and after being there and them working on him for quite a while, he was pronounced dead. And so starts the grieving journey of our life. It definitely changed um, many elements of our life, I think. Um, 
not just the grieving process and how we moved through that as a family and as a couple and as individuals, but also just how I think how we viewed our life and the truly important things versus the things that maybe were more trivial that we had once weighed more heavily on and no longer do. Um, We are completely different different. people. Mm -hmm. And it's been a roller coaster of emotions. I was, I mean, I was still lactating and like have engorged breasts when my child is not there anymore. And I can't, that's another episode. I think so. But I wanted to get pregnant right away. I thought that getting pregnant was going to bring my baby back somehow. So I literally looked at her probably two weeks after, days later. after he passed away and said, I need to get pregnant. She was definitely not on board. Nope. I was, well, I just went my way, I think. And I obviously had not had him out of my physical body. So I didn't have the postpartum hormones that you were going through. I was more in like a protect you, protect me, protect our kids living state of mind. And so I was like, out of the question. Absolutely not. We are not having another child. I don't want another child ever. Um, that's just where my grieving right, because mind you took think me. this is not ever going to happen to you. Right. And then once it no does, then I was convinced it was going to happen again. No child loss ever thinks that something like this is going to happen to you. So I end up getting my way. I mean, it was a very touchy thing to have to deal with. Um, I mean, you had to tiptoe around the situation and because if you were going to say no, we were going to have probably a, a really big yeah. situation. Mm-hmm. So part of you probably just went with it because you could see, you know, how much I needed it. Yeah, I don't think we ever really have any that I can recall any fight of substance. Right. Except that because we were so on so polar opposite You had never sides. said no to me. Right. So that was obviously very foreign. And, and basically you just eventually looked grief. at me and said, I need this. So I need you to need this too. And we just so did it together. We got pregnant pretty immediately and about a year, um, so Almost a year a after, after Adam passed, passed away, we had Arrow. Arrow. And Arrow was a very hilarious birth. <laughs> so we had ended up moving back to Strum, where I grew up, and it, a very, very small little town. And I thought that the right thing for us was to move next to my family because I ne- we needed to be right. by my mom yep. pretty much every second of every day after our son passed away. So we picked up everything, bought a house in Strum, even though our business was in the lacrosse area. And we drove back and forth every day. Every and day. so I'm pregnant in Strum. My doctor is in lacrosse, so about an hour. And I am determined to go to lacrosse to have this baby. Mind you, you were also in full blown denial that you were in labor. You said, no, 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 I'm not I've labor. Never it's had fine. A fast labor. And I said, I've always been like okay, 10 sure, hours. Sure, sure, it's fine. Went into the other room and I called your mom. I'm like, I think you should come over here. And I yeah. called your sister. I think you should come over. <laughs> so yeah. that they could be with the kids because it was like nine o'clock at night and then like a couple seconds later i called my mom and said it's time to come over here she was I like didn't know okay that she had already... sure <laughs> yeah so they come over and i'm like i need this i need that and my mom's like get in the car we still needed to get gas all of oh these my things God, i forgot about so yep. we drive to the cross and if you know what the road from strum 
to the lacrosse area. There is many zero cell service that you have zero cell phones. Zero cell service. So and we're having a rainbow baby after the loss of a child in the middle of the night. She is in full blown labor. Like I'd at this point seen two previous labors with you, so I knew what labor looked like on her. And this was like we are at end stage labor here. I'm holding onto the handle. I'm just completely silent. Just, I'm wanting so bad to turn around in the front seat to get on my hands and knees. Some sort of like primal instinct is coming over me that that's the position I need to be in. But I don't. I stay sitting straight in the seat, holding on to the handle because as the contractions are coming, I need to pull up on the handle because the pressure is so intense. I say, we're going to get halfway, and I'm going to put gonna my pull. hand down here, and I'm going to see if there's a head. <laughs> We're going to pull over and call the ambulance. You said, I'm like, well, the ambulance is going to meet us because I'm not stopping. Your mom's in the backseat trying to get cell service to Google YouTube videos of how to deliver a baby. I remember that. We have towels, all this stuff, just I'm, in case we have a baby and in I'm, the car. I'm not a rule breaker, so I'm like really weird about speed limits and turn signals. And Everybody should be weird about that. Just yes, but I'm like... Summer. A little over yeah, the top. Yeah, I mean, top. everybody goes a little bit. A little over the top. Yeah, anyways. And not this night. I, I looked at them both and I said, just I just want you to know I'm committed to going to jail tonight <laughs> because I'm speeding. I have my flashers on. I am honking at people, shining my brights, like then apologizing. I'm sorry. As I pass them, like weaving in and out of traffic all through downtown Lacrosse, even. Like when we're going through downtown Lacrosse. Well, and it's Thirsty Thursday. There were so many, so many people. Drunks all over the road. And so we finally get to the hospital at 10:23 p.m. and I can barely get out of the seat into the wheelchair. The person that had the wheelchair was must have been like she had a, to have been new because she was not sure where we were. Going. Or one of those people that like show you around the hospital. I don't even think she was a nurse or anything like that. But she was like, "Uh, you're gonna what in this chair?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You need to get me up there." right now my water hadn't broken or anything like that but i was going to have this baby so we get upstairs i say i want an epidural ashley's like there's no way there's going to be time for an epidural i'm like in so much pain primarily screaming and moaning this like deep moan that you see in the movies it really truly does work and i'm looking at the nurses and the doctor i cannot do this and they keep like grabbing my face telling me you absolutely you can do this you are doing this so I finally say I need to turn around on my hands and knees and that motion put me I I, there's a head so we turn back around and the epidural people kind of peek their head in and And they're like like, nope we've got got a head head. (laughs) and he shoots right out as an arrow literally yeah. so 10:47 he was born so let's rewind we pulled up outside of Gunderson at 10:23 and he was born and on your chest at 10:47 i was in complete shock maybe 10:37 no it was 10:47 so it was it was really an fast absolutely intense birth that is I'm so lucky to have that kind of a birth experience to tell to our and kids and he is 100% a complete picture of that birth story in his personality now 
Yes. So that was okay. Fun. So that I was the arrow. Give, I got to give birth to a baby completely naturally, and you recover so much better. So I, I would recommend any woman who thinks that you can't do it. Your body just does it. You do not have a choice. So so just tell yourself you don't have a choice, and that's kind of how it works. It it just. I don't know. You I had no idea that you could withstand that much pain, but I did it and mm-hmm. he was here. And so that the rainbow experience of having him was definitely That's a whole a roller other episode too. <laughs> and I didn't want anything to do with him right away and then um, and then obviously that came all full full circle and everything was fine. And then Again, another year goes by, and I need to have another baby. <laughs> like clockwork. Everybody thinks we're absolutely nuts, and I understand that. At this point, we're on number seven. Yes. If anybody's not keeping track, that's number seven. So, we get pregnant with Ford. He was a normal pregnancy, yeah, like any good. others. And he actually went all the way to full term. Yep. And I had to but have an emergency flipped, C-section. Because he... Because we flipped, because he flipped, and because my blood pressure was crazy. So, emergency C section. I put a C section on my yeah. You just like checked off all the ways to have a baby. Yes. So that was not fun whatsoever. Recovery of that was not fun. Mm -hmm. And he was a beautiful little bookend. He is a beautiful little bookend. He's sweet and happy all the time and funny. And yes. just the perfect ending. Like we had randomly talked about, do we have any more? Do we not? But you he have has that just, many. It really. It, it doesn't really, matter at that point. It doesn't matter. When we had mm-hmm. four in the house, we were like adding another one. Does it doesn't matter at that mm-hmm. point? And if you're a mom of of a huge family, you completely know what we're saying. Mm-hmm. It's constant chaos, anyways. So it's just another friend for them. It actually creates a, a more time that we get to be together because they kind of start pairing Just hang up. up. Yeah. So our house is absolutely chaos wow. all the time, but it's our legacy and it's we enjoy it. Like it's not for everybody. They're all our muse mm-hmm. and that's where the name came, Musical Chaos, because this whole house is our beautiful chaos. We have a sign when you walk in the door that says welcome, welcome to, to our beautiful chaos. Beautiful, beautiful chaos. And that's just a perfect way to put this. It's loud. It gets crazy sometimes, but there is nowhere I would rather be any time, any day. It, it's Ever. right here with them. Mm-hmm. So that is um, our story. That's our story, and we plan to take all of them on this tiny journey of tiny living so we can be together and watch each other grow. We have so many more big adventures together. Exactly. We are so excited, and we hope that you tune in for other episodes where we describe how we're going to do this, more in depth to why we're going to do this, and, and everything. Much everything. more. Yeah. Everything that's going to come with this for the next year. So thanks for tuning in, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.